so yeah so for me I just find that because I'm so busy with just being like mom wife working friend daughter sister that yeah sometimes and this is actually a really bad thing but sometimes I do find that going out of my way to just find to, to tap into joy I don't do it as much as I should because I get a lot of joy from like doing things with my kids and just seeing them happy and all the rest of it. But actually tapping into that, I don't do it enough and I definitely should. Hey everyone and welcome to the Black Canvas podcast. This is episode 11 and I'm your host Sincerely Tops. I hope you're all doing really, really well. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Demetrius and Tiffany. How are you both doing? Fabulous. Oh, all right. I'm loving the energy today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving the energy. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Well, let's start with you then since, you know, let's just set the tone for today's episode. (laughs) Um, what's going on? What's your highlight of the week? Um, my highlight of the week was I went to the gym a few days ago. So where the boat is, um, I've just joined the local gym and I did, a um, just a conditioning session and a fitness test and my fitness is really good for my age. And even the guy that was doing the test for me, he was really, really impressed. And even I was impressed because even though I'm quite active and I eat well and take care of my like body and stuff, I feel I've just been like neglecting like fitness. But even I was impressed at how still fit I am and above my like age bracket. So that was definitely a highlight of my week. I love that. Love it. Tiffany. And also before we go through it, and also just quick just very quickly, like Dev hasn't actually mentioned the boats in a while. Oh, well, he hasn't actually. No, yet. not really. So, no, but that's fine. I just thought I'd highlight that. How is Don't the boat? I'm sure I'm, sure I'm going to mention the boat sooner in this episode. Well, but people might want to know, what's, how's the boat? The boat is going well, you know. I mean, the weather at the moment is really horrible, <laughs> but everything is going well. It's just, like, ticking along. To be honest, boat life is really slow, so... If you ask me in two weeks how boat life is going, it's going to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the update. I just I just felt it in my spirit that listeners wanted to know. So. Oh, do you know what happened? Drama. Sorry, I just remembered. So the where we put in the fuel, in the diesel, the lid that covers the, the hole for the diesel fell into the water. So we've got no cap on the hole for the diesel. So it's just... There's just Gorilla Tape on that at the moment. So that's like the biggest drama. So we're trying to source a replacement cap. But it means that we're going to have to replace also the tube that goes into the diesel tank as well. So much drama, so much drama. Wow, honestly, that is, it's, it's like so far removed from just like <laughs> my day-to-day like life. So that's so interesting <laughs> to hear all the dramas of living on a boat. There's, there's We've even got like a, there's this uh, metal stick with a strong magnet at the bottom so if you drop things like that in the water you can use that to search for it but because the current on the Thames around here is really strong I think it just took it away so yeah okay well thanks for updating us on that and guys listen if you guys listening if you want to know more you know ins and outs of boats like boat life just follow Dems on Instagram because he does he does post like really cute videos of we know when (laughs) 
they've got to move the boat and all that kind of stuff and it's honestly it's so nice to watch so yeah if you want to have regular updates follow dems you're welcome <laughs> hi tiffany how you feeling what is your yeah, highlight I feel like week? we're competing with like updates here because like i don't have both <laughs> i'm not shaking ass in dubai either but anyways um actually i was thinking do you know what this week has been so mundane what's my highlight but i am excited because i found a adult acting school or acting classes to do some refreshers with so that was really dope like a lot of people forget that my first love is acting that's where i come from creatively so yeah so i'm going to be doing some work with them and they actually work with a lot of directors um so be good to get some connections there again excited oh that's amazing and i love that you know you are pursuing your passions because i think yeah i I love that as well yeah like you can you know you're pursuing your passions and not only that you're wanting to um hone in your craft and yeah going to lessons and stuff like that i think that's great i think at any stage yeah at any stage in life no matter where you are what you're doing i think like when you want to if you want to pursue your passion you should go for it you we literally have one life and you need to just get as much out of it as you can with acting is is very much when you train when you're younger you know you have more time to do it do you know what i mean so it's like seems more realistic to you but because there's been a space you forget that actually you, you can go back and you can like revamp your skills and refresh them and uh-huh. make connections with people in the space again and not caring really you can't care when you're passionate about something you just gotta do it um, absolutely it doesn't matter act- what age you are it, it really doesn't like I think it's so important to just fo- if you have the capacity to do it like follow your passions bingo so no I'm really proud of you for that that's amazing yeah man you're gonna see me on the screen soon so get ready. <laughs> amen absolutely Alrighty, and moi, um, I'm feeling good. Um, it's been a, it's a I mean, kind of like YouTube. It's been a bit of a, a mundane week. Like, not nothing really exciting or anything significant really has happened this week. It's just been like you know, just a regular, regular week. Um, so it's kind of difficult to kind of pinpoint what a highlight is. But um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. What could the highlight be? I mean, I was really excited this week. I guess because I have found someone to do the decor for my son's first birthday party (laughs) it seems very insignificant but if you know me personally you know that I am I love to just like really overdo things not overdo it but you know I'm I'm one of those kind of people that like you know I just I bring it you know like you know my my daughter's first birthday she came she was driven in on a range like I'm one of those mini Range Rovers (laughs) so I really like to just like do things big particularly for my kids so yeah I found someone and I love supporting black owned businesses and she's been lovely to talk to so yeah that's been a really great highlight because yeah I've had bad experiences in the past with vendors and this one just feels right so yeah we'll go with that do you know what do you know what you just reminded me of do you know that episode of uh, Housewives of Atlanta where Phaedra has the birthday <laughs> party for the kids? On a, yeah, yeah. What when the Apollo was still about? <laughs> yeah. And she does, she does up the whole place. And what, I think there's like a horse and carriage or something that yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah. Literally, literally, when you said that, I thought of that episode and I just started laughing. When I tell you, Phaedra 
in that moment like she she is like my spirit animal i get it <laughs> honestly i get it i just love here for all the dramatics when I, honestly when it comes i love doing the most i love doing the most so yeah so you know hopefully it's all going i mean like i say it's all going very well so and I, actually guys i cannot believe he's gonna be one. Oh my god i know like i, know. I can't believe he's gonna be one but you know it's all good because i'm never doing that they again they really do like i remember like just being just bitching the whole time while i was pregnant because it just i just hated it H- hate's a bit of a strong word but it was just very it was just very challenging pregnancy um and now here we are so yeah all good all right let me just because we could just blab on all day about different things I'm literally about parenting i'm telling you but th- that episode soon come soon come I'm literally um so this week um so yeah so this is episode 11 and if you've been with us from day one um yeah there's been a lot of topics that have been quite heavy and you know what? That's just the way of the world. And we're very plugged in with what's going on. And unfortunately, when you are very plugged in, it can be quite depressing because everything does look quite bleak. But even in the midst of all of that, it's really important. And we say this all the time. We say it every week, even in the midst of all of that, it's really important to be able to find those pockets of joy for yourself and really basking that. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we get into that... Um, as I said, we're very plugged in with what's going on in the world. And, you know, this week is no different. Um, there's there's two big stories that have sort of happened. And we're recording this on a Thursday evening. And the first thing is um, Emmett Till, um, his accuser, Caroline Bryant. Um, she has died at the age of 88, one year after the Mississippi grand jury declined to indict her over his kidnap and brutal death. It was 68 years ago. So yeah, ding dong, the witch is dead. Rest in piss, bitch. <laughs> oh no. I mean, uh, I mean, oh, no. I, I, I mean, I don't even really know what else there is to say. Like, okay, no, I do. There's a lot to say. There's a lot we could say, but we, I just, we just wanted to just acknowledge that that has happened today. If you're if I mean, unless you've been living under a rock and if you're someone that is, you know, quite conscious of all the rest of it, you you absolutely know who Emmett Till was and, you know, what he has come to represent. And if you don't know, go and Google it. It's the most horrific, gruesome story I have ever come across. Like, it is such a tragedy that what, what happened to that poor boy, he was 14 years old. Um, and because of this woman, because of her lies, so she accused him of whistling at her back in 1955. Um, and that accusation led to him being senselessly, savagely, like he was he was lynched, essentially. Um, and they did all just terrible things to him. Um, and she even admitted that she lied. And yeah, no justice. So... The way I see it is that, yes, she's dead, but there's absolutely no justice in that. There isn't, because she lived a very long and full life, and Emmett did not. Guys, have you got anything to add to that? No. Not at all. Not at all. Like, you know, good riddance. Bye. See ya. Bye. Next, ring the bell. Move along. Yep. Hell will open her with warm arms, I hope. So there we go. There's that. And then... um. And then the next one, very quickly. So we've been speaking a lot on um, on here about the strikes that have been going on in the UK. So there's been a lot of strikes happening. It's probably, you know, the largest sort of industrial action that any of us have seen in our lifetime. Um, 
But again, today, breaking news, the High Court has accepted the government's bid to block the nurses' strike um, that was that is due to take place on May the 2nd um, by declaring it unlawful. Um, and then Pat, Pat Cullen of the RCN, um, she has said the government have lost nurses now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not entirely surprising. I mean, it's not surprising at all. I mean, instead of the government to actually sit at the table with the nurses they decided to take them to court so yeah and then just a few short years ago this was the same government who would stand on the steps of downing street expect the rest of us to stand outside our houses to clap for them like seals and when and a lot of you clap for them as well and a lot of you actually did so when it actually now has come to the time when we need to show our appreciation for the work they do they instead of actually meeting them where they are they've taken them to court so I'm very so my position on this is I firmly believe that nurses should walk out anyway I think now is the time for them to stand united and call the bluff call the government's bluff I mean are they going to arrest thousands of nurses and if they are imagine the scenes imagine the the scenes across the globe of the government sanctioning the police and by the way the police already have terrible PR right now so could you imagine those scenes of police officers arresting hard thousands of hardworking nurses who have put their lives on the line, who are being paid peanuts to keep us alive and throwing them into a cell? Could you imagine? It will be awful. But you know what? Protest and walk out with your chest because this country is just going to walk all over you until you stand up for yourself very wise words and yes i think um i do i do acknowledge that for not not everyone will want to do that or risk um being arrested and stuff like that completely get that but i just think it's really important at this point in time for you all to be united it's quite clear the government do not respect you it's quite clear that the government have absolutely no intentions of taking you seriously so i think now it's time to really show them you, like the government are not going you're not going to get history has told us time and time again that if you want to get anything in this life violence yeah but i don't exactly i don't mean violence by shooting up the place but i mean you need you need to be militant you need to be serious like how far are you actually willing to take this because the government are not going to just bend over when if you ask them politely they're not going to and as i say history has told us that so i believe that if the nurses and i, I and i oh, we, we support them but if you really want the change that you've been campaigning for this this is the price you're gonna have to pay mm -hmm. what are you willing to sacrifice and we've said it time and time again it's all good tweeting like a tweeter and it's all good talking like a talker but awareness it isn't going to pay the bills right it isn't going to keep the light on at night what are you willing to sacrifice to get what you to get what you deserve to get your value and your worth like what are you willing to sacrifice because i tell you something now words on a computer screen only it's only going to take you so far right and so far it hasn't gotten you very far basically so we will see what happens but again as we've always said we send the nurses and all of those people organizations bodies whatever all of you who are striking we stand with you and we support you and as dem said think about it what are you willing to sacrifice to get what it is that you want all righty so speaking of what it is that you want 
I'm really excited to get into this because, as I say, it's been quite heavy the last few weeks, but we would like to talk about what brings us joy. How do we intentionally tap into joy while living on this dreadful island? Because there's a lot going on and sometimes it can feel quite bleak. But as I say, it's always important to have balance and there are it's important for us to talk about what brings us joy because yeah there, there, there's some things that I do but I'm always interested to know how especially us as black people in Britain where are you finding joy like what is making you happy let's go guys how do you intentionally tap into joy <sighs> girl you know I'm gonna say creativity child honestly my free therapy is creating something like produce, producing something from inspiration producing something from anything that I find joy in so right now obviously you know that I am doing fashion design by way of crochet pieces and every piece that I create because it's, it's slow fashion so one piece can take a few days or five hours each day or weeks do you know what I mean so the whole process is beautiful to me from the inception of an idea to the completion of it and that honestly gives me the greatest joy and I feel like with me just my purpose in life and fulfillment comes from creating so yeah I can I can talk about that for days on end as you know mm-hmm. I love that Dems mm, for me like Tiff creativity so I write I do a lot of writing writing is part of my job I'm like a content marketing manager and most of my job is writing and content strategy. Uh, And I'm also a freelance copywriter as well. But I also write stories and stuff like that. I've got other things in the pipeline that I'm doing like creatively that are going to come to light very soon. And also reading as well. I love books. I love being on my own somewhere really, really quiet and just reading a book. I don't really care what it is, whether it's Fiction, non-fiction, crime, drama, uh, whether it's about politics. I just like being on my own in a corner somewhere, nice and warm, some covers, a cup of tea, some water, and just a really good book. And I could just read for hours and hours and hours. I think those are kind of like my two ways of finding joy. Mm, Love it, guys. Um got me thinking now what it's so interesting because I had to really think do you know what I mean like it didn't it didn't immediately jump out at me when we I thought okay what what do I what do I intentionally do to tap into joy and I'm I'm actually struggling to do it because I feel like sometimes my life is so busy that I don't actually take the time to be intentional about making myself happy that not to say that I'm not happy if you get what I mean but actually going Mm. out of my way for me I just find that because I'm so busy with just being like mom wife working friend daughter sister that yeah sometimes and this is actually a really bad thing but sometimes I do find that going out of my way to just find to to tap into joy I don't do it as much as I should because I get a lot of joy from like doing things with my kids and just seeing them happy and all the rest of it. But actually tapping into that, I don't do it enough and I definitely should. Talking about it now, the things that do bring me joy is being around like my family. Like I love being around, being in a social setting. Like that is, I really enjoy that. Um, I really enjoy 
tapping in to my creative side and I it's funny because I do I don't believe that I'm that creative but I do enjoy like creating things whether it is like us talking about the show and what we want to do with Black Canvas or you know all the stuff that you see on our socials I do that on Canva and I, I really enjoy it um and I've kind of tapped into a part of me that I didn't really think existed in terms of like how do I want to like present this message online and just just the whole Canva thing like it may not seem like a big deal to some people but to me it's a massive deal because I don't I never really felt like I was that creative so I think you are creative I think you really are creative but I think with you because you're you're so busy that you haven't had time to nurture that creativity when you actually do do something creative you're like oh okay I, I really like this like with that was just like our graphics and stuff. Like you really just like went with it and said, "Okay, I'm going to do this," and you went with it, and and you really enjoy it. So I think I think you are definitely creative, but because your life is just so busy, you just haven't had time to nurture it. That is, I think you're right. Because yeah, I think you're right actually. Because when like Tiff with you now, like with what you're doing, like I hear that, and it that actually does bring me joy because I think oh my god wow do you know what I mean like I just you're yeah, actually but babe, even with the videos yourself. and stuff mm. like with Canva like you actually light up when you're like oh I've figured out a new way to put this together and I like the way it looks visually that's that's you giving space to what is in your heart to come out mm-hmm. that's so I always say I think to be honest I think most people are um but I think like them to saying your creativity it's not that you're not creative you've dedicated your creativity in a different field mm-hmm. so the the work mm. that you do, not exposing, not exposing your work on here, but <laughs> the, work <that> you do, <laughs> the work that you do is very creative. Do you know what I mean? The writing aspect, the managing aspect, mm-hmm. the, the the designing of projects and stuff like that. That's creative. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I even you talking like you can talk for for Great Britain. Yeah, hosting and, and no, what the hell? like. I mean, yeah. Thank. I mean, I hope I hope my husband listen to this because this, that, 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 that is a skill. Yeah, that is a skill. England, <laughs> that's a skill. <laughs> but you know, Tiff, something that you just said now that you can get joy out um, from what? What did you say? Oh my god, it was so like so lovely. Like carving out joy by pursuing your passions or what's in your heart. And yeah, I think that is a great thing to touch on in terms of just in general as people like how do you intentionally tap into something and something that's in your heart that brings that makes you smile that makes your your whole face light up that is you tapping into that part of your heart that just sings do you know what I mean and it could be something really small like we mentioned just here reading a book or um creating something in Canva or um, watching a show like or taking yourself out for a meal it's those things that tap into that side of you that makes your whole body smile oh my god you just reminded me of <clears throat> in my 20s and a bit in my 30s I would always go for dinner by myself go to the cinema by myself I would go to the bar and have a couple of drinks and read a book by myself there were just so many things that I just loved doing on my own and even now, like, I've been with my partner for, like, nearly 10 years. And he knows that I like to have a bit of space by myself. Like, he, he works in retail. And before he moved into HR and retail, he used to be a store manager. So he had shift work. 
So he would have a day where he was off in the week, but he would work one day in the weekend. And I would always have like that one day, it was usually a Sunday that I had all to myself. And even now that when he works full time, nine to five, he still gives me that space and allows me that space. And I think without it, I, I would actually go mad. I don't think we would be in this relationship for that long. But just even now, just like having time to just be on my own and being solitary and like stillness, like stillness really brings me joy. And even things like like cooking, cooking brings me joy, but it also it links to the fact that I'm on my own and I'm cooking on my own. When I cook, literally no one is allowed to be in the kitchen. I just have to be in the kitchen on my own. Um, honestly i'm the same yeah i love it and and then there's also this element of um like i love stories i love storytelling and that's mm-hmm. probably why i like writing it's probably why i like reading because i can get lost in the story and when i'm cooking especially when i'm cooking traditional dishes there's always a story behind it and whenever i'm cooking things it just throws back memories of like when i was a child and learning how to cook these different dishes, there was always like an interesting story. So I think if I try to like get down to like the granular of what actually brings me joy, I think it is actually like having time for myself because my life is actually really busy and like story and storytelling and getting lost in stories, which is kind of like transmuted in like loads of different things and what I do. So like writing and reading and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I love that you mentioned I love that. your I love that you mentioned your husband because I think sometimes we don't actually realize how much the people we have in our lives if they're your partner, your sibling or whatever parent, how much they can have a, an effect on you on on you being able to have joy in yeah. your life and it's so important when particularly if it's a if it's a partner it's it's so important that they understand you and they understand mm. what brings you joy right because they can definitely be the difference between joy and no joy so the fact that he's acutely aware of the fact that you enjoy alone time and isn't threatened by that doesn't feel like do you know what I mean like he actually gives you that space and isn't and that's that's a mature and loving relationship right there that actually it's not about him it's about you Mm. and and there's a there's a selflessness to that to understand actually this is something that your partner needs Mm. like I've never been with someone or lived in a home with someone where I actually enjoy coming home like I'll finish working and be like oh I'm going I'm coming home and I'm so happy to come home I've never I've never had that with anyone so the fact that I can just come home and I can just be myself and I can just relax and if I want to talk I can talk and if I don't want to talk it's cool let's just put a Netflix and watch Netflix or, or even sometimes in the morning at the weekend, like we both wake up really early, but he will go into the living room, have a cup of tea, he will watch some telly. Whereas one day at the weekend, it's usually a Sunday, I will stay in bed and I'll take my phone out and I'll just watch YouTube for like two or three hours. And then I'll wake up and do whatever. And he's like not intimidated by that at all. He's like, oh, okay, you just do your thing. His thing is watching Disney cartoons on a Sunday morning. And my thing is just staying in bed for a few hours and watching YouTube. And we just, we're allowed to just like have that space and it's just not a thing. 
I, I love that. I love that's that when you know that your partner has cultivated a space for you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we aspire to, child. I'm telling you, no, but I absolutely love that for you. And I just thank Jesus that I can relate to that because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I'm telling you, like, not wanting to go home is sound that's hell. Yeah, that's, that is, that is hell. hell because... And I've been in a relationship where I've not wanted to go home and I'm... that relationship was hell. I, it, can, it is hell because I mean it's because I've actually worked with people in the past where they they will be quite so like quite forthcoming like oh, I don't want to go home and they would intentionally stay in the office because they don't want to go home I remember seeing loads of stories during the whole like lockdown where you know there were a lot of relationships that broke down during that time because you know you basically had nowhere to hide so you couldn't hide from your own relationship basically yeah so I think it's so important that you know in an ideal world you absolutely want to have a space or at least have a partner that you know is able to facilitate that joy as well because joy does can also come from your partner and if they're not a source of peace girl oh my god it can be a lot so (laughs) I'm telling you it's the, the ghetto so I love that for you and what you said about food oh my gosh how could I forget I love to cook Oh, it's the best. It is my happy place. And it's so, honestly, it's my happy place. And for all the chat I do online about, you know, you know, fuck gender roles, all that kind of stuff. I am firmly in my housewife era, like my housewife role when I'm in the kitchen. I love it. I absolutely, I lo- like, like you, I love finding new recipes and trying to recreate it. It's one of the things that I watch a lot of on YouTube is how to cook different things, different dishes. Um, I love to explore different cuisines like within Nigeria especially like we have such a diversity of like foods from different like ethnicities within Nigeria and I love trying them so yeah for me that is an also joy feeding people you know yeah same same you know and as black people as well with the whole with food like we love love yeah we love to connect through food and you know our food is just like I don't care which part of like the the diaspora you're from like food African Caribbean I love it I absolutely love it absolutely bangs I'm sorry yep our food is like top two and it ain't two with a plethora of (laughs) You I'm telling you, ever in life. I am telling so. you, I love it. It's just yeah. And we always share recipes, guys. That is yeah, in our group chat, we don't we? Recipes, <laughs> and then visit each other's house and get the food. Like, love yeah. it. Obviously, you know love me. It. You know, you guys know how I feel about Dems's roti, and <laughs> he sent the recipe <laughs> for roti, and I've made it, but I just know it's not like Dems. I'm, I'm actually not... <laughs> still waiting a recipe from Dems, to be honest, with the 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 bread that I can't pronounce. Um, yeah. So I'm at a new, I'm at a new I still need to give you that recipe for the curry yes. with um, palm oil. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we, no, we could just get into a whole conversation about food, guys. But but yeah. But okay. So that's great. So in terms of yeah, intentionally tapping in, that's all great. So you know, if you guys want, so to guys, know, just before you move on, yeah, mm-hmm. I just literally found something that relates to what we were just talking about in terms of like tapping into the heart, your joy in your heart, and everything. Okay vulnerable moment so sometimes I write poems as well well I write poems right you will see them here and there if you follow me on social media I have some on my page but I found one a short one that I wrote a few years ago and I'm going to read it so it says art is expression expression is multifaceted 
These it spits, lays dormant until manifested by our emotions and aren't conceivable until they're developed with a certain level of skill. This is the divine responsibility of an artist, at least the way I see an artist, how I see myself, as the orchestrator of other people's perceptions of me and what my hands can do, of what my mind can conjure and of what my spirit harbours. Art is the very interpretation of my being in all its ugliness and its beauty. And I named it Artists. Oh, you're so cute. I love that. I love that. I love that. We need to be sharing more. You need to be sharing more, more and more and more. I love that. I love that you're able to tap into that and you feel comfortable sharing it. I mean, it's not always comfort, you know, because sometimes, like, being that we're all multifaceted, you don't always share all, everything. You have some things that you share and then other things that you just just keep to yourself. Do you know what I mean? So you have that time to yourself and you just explore things yourself. So when I do, I'm always like, because oh, oh, I don't know how it's going to be received. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Do you know what? I can relate because as I know that I can come across quite confident and but every time we share anything that we do I'm always nervous always whether it's anything to do with black canvas or if if it's just me on like my Instagram talking like I'm always maybe nervous is not the right word but I definitely do feel a bit of like anxiety about it all the time so yeah it's not necessarily about me being comfortable sharing it sometimes I just press send and just close my eyes and just let it do what it needs to do Mm, mm. and that's the best thing really I mean, feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, just like lean into the fear and just press publish. Because look, you 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 could be dead tomorrow, and then what? Yeah, exactly. And I always kind of go with the. I always kind of feel like you know, what's the worst that can happen? Kind of vibe. Like I try and just approach mm. it that way. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And if I can, in my mind, think of the worst thing and be okay with that, then go for it. Do you know what I mean? So I just oh, try and do it anyway, and I'm much rather regret doing it than not doing it if that makes sense exactly yeah, exactly so. and, and learn and learn from why you might regret regret something yeah. as well like even with our journey with this show like guys if we actually reflect in the past like four years you know from the beginning to like launching to now i believe it's been four years <laughs> i think it's even been a bit bit yeah four yeah four yeah 2019 2019 is when we launched so we had um started in 2018 so it's a long time I remember I met, I met you guys at the end of 2018 I think you guys have been working on it a bit before but yeah I met you guys the end of 2018 and then we launched in February 2019 February we had 2019. that lit party yeah. yeah the lit party that everyone keeps asking me when we're doing another one <laughs> Send us funds, guys, and then you'll have it. Literally. <laughs> oh, my days. So, speaking of, like, doing another one, so what, if you guys don't mind sharing, what plans do you have for the future that, I guess, that centre joy? I think, for me, it will be this house that we're buying because you know the house journey. We started in September, and still now we had no house. But then we found this second house and only by the grace of God, it was bigger, more bedrooms and less money. And it's literally a blank canvas because the previous owners 
they're doing loads of like redevelopment work to it so it's literally a blank canvas so what I'm looking forward to now is just like my partner and I are just making it our own because it's the first house that we've bought and it's literally like it's ours we can do whatever we want to it and we've got so many we've both got like Pinterest boards of what we want and if you know me I think you both can relate I love interior design I love interiors honestly everything about interior design I love and I just can't wait to just like make this house ours give it our personal touch and I can put all my personal touches on there oh I can't I just can't wait I'm so excited for you guys. Like, yeah, me and them sort of send each other back and forth on Instagram, like house inspiring. Yeah, I see you guys in the island. (laughs) (laughs) Like, honestly, if I had thirty billion, oh my lord! Like, listen, limitless. I'm telling you, we love it. But I can't wait. That is just amazing. All the plans. It's just nice to be able to look forward to that because, as you say, your journey to that was was long. And it has so many different bumps, but it just makes the end result so much sweeter because just what you have to go through. So I'm excited for you guys. I mean, to be honest, that even me brings too. me joy, seeing seeing how much joy it's going to bring you both and you're going to be able to create a wonderful home. That brings me joy. Mm. And also what I'm looking forward to is writing about the process of buying a house and why the oh, process yes, is evil. Yes, because all I keep hearing is... You need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. It's an investment. It's an investment. And then more people buy houses, all they even all they hear is, "Oh my god, this process is so horrible. Why did no one tell me about this? Why did no one tell me about that?" And I'm just like, "Why is no one talking about how brutally evil this process is? It's so archaic. It's just, oh, it shouldn't be." I t- do you know what? The reason why this pr- house process is so bad is because buying a house is for rich people because rich people can afford to just like chuck away money to solicitors and whatever but oh i just want i just want people to tell the truth about buying this buying houses and buying property because it's it's actually horrible and i think i'm going to write about it once i find once we finally get the keys you absolutely should because it's just typical of this country when you think about it like they've made it so difficult for people to get on the ladder so hard like people are hard working do what they need to do um but as you say it's reserved for the rich and we know that one of the one of the the ways to amass wealth in this country is property is land Mm. and it's almost like they i mean god we're going to get into a whole deep topic now but you know definitely write the article (laughs) let's not get into it because yeah we could get into a whole episode about like home land all that ownership in this country and why it's very classist and they're trying to keep it that and they're trying to keep it among a certain like you know group of people but there are many of us who are jumping on that ladder and doing our thing but it doesn't mean that it's not coming with its struggles because it's hard as yeah said. so but yeah yeah it's i think it would just be a form of catharsis that's why i say it will bring me joy yeah because it's a form of catharsis but it's also just informing people about the realities of it because mm-hmm. i don't want people to be going through this process the way i'm going for it so we we patiently await the article definitely Tiff, um i think this space that i'm in right now is really both challenging and very exciting because you guys know me too i'm trying to secure my property asap and i think once that's done everything will just be so much more settled 
um, and I'll be a bit more less, or a bit more, a bit less anxious. Um, but it's also very exciting because I've got some brilliant things in the works with Mennonite Gold, um, which is where I design my pieces under. And then obviously we've got amazing things in the works for Black Canvas and also me developing other crafts that I kind of put to sleep for a few years. So it's really exciting. Um, you know, I just entered my 30s and I feel like this is really a period of like refining and refocusing and just, I don't know, like doing the things that I want really. And I think that is pretty dope. Excuse me pretty dope so i'm i'm excited man that's amazing yeah let us go in the house because i swear like i really feel for anybody that doesn't have stability in where they're living it's really the make or break of so many things like we can we'll have an episode on this but oh i've got stories for days and i i just really want to give a minute to anybody that might be experiencing instability or just not feeling comfortable where they are um I feel you <laughs> and yeah just hang in there and make sure you seek out all the advice and support of what you're eligible to um and yeah like it, like Dem said he's gonna cover the front of buying property because in the community we need to like support each other about these things if we've gone through it we need to share the information with other people that are going through it because there's a lot of things out there that are not just shared, like they're just not open information. If you don't know about it, you won't receive the benefits of it. So, yeah. Yeah, we you, want the, you want the useful, you want useful information because, yeah, there, there are tons of videos out there that people say how, you know, how I did it, blah, 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 which is fine and which is, you know, but then it's also important to really be honest about that process and about the unexpected things and the things that you don't think could happen. I mean, I don't know. I just think that sometimes there are a lot of myths around buying a property and what it might look like. It can be look quite glamorous sometimes because you just see the finished product and not the mm. months and months of going back and forth with the solicitors. And you know what I mean? Like just oh. from, just from hearing you and, like, and fees and costs. That, yeah, that because like you know, in our group chat, and Dems would come every sort of couple of days with an update, and it was honestly just listening to it, not to talk about actually going through it. So. Yes, right. I'm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading that because, as you say, it's quite. It'll be quite cathartic for you, but also very helpful yeah. for people who also want to buy a property. Mm. I mean, like one, I'll, I'll give you one little tip that. So, when you get your mortgage offer, your mortgage offer lasts for six months. But if you don't find anywhere or something happens and you go past that deadline, then you have to reapply for that mortgage offer again. But also, if if everything falls through and you and then you say, "Oh, I'll wait until next year to buy a property," you still have to pay everyone their fees. Like you still have to pay your solicitors' fees. Like you still have to pay your mortgage broker. Like my financial advisor in the contract, it says if everything doesn't work out, you have to pay. I think it's like two percent of the value of the property. Can and you I'm just see? like. This is why you well, said that buying properties is actually really reserved for the rich. Because it's reserved for the rich. We were stressing so much to find somewhere in the last few weeks of the mortgage offer being mm. expired. Because you could wait, you could find somewhere on like the last day and then your mortgage advisor would like negotiate an extension. But if you don't find anything before that date, then you're talking about thousands of pounds going to people for doing the work that they've done. And then you are there sitting there looking for somewhere to rent. 
Could you imagine if you have scraped, scrimped and saved and sacrificed and put together just what you need to buy a property and then that happens? Who could, like, you then have to fork out thousands on fees for a property that you now actually don't own because it fell through. Exactly. Wow. And we're lucky, like, my husband and I, we've got savings. Mm-hmm. So we could have done that and been fine. But most people don't have that. Like you said, most people only have enough for the deposit and the fees. Literally, yeah. Maybe a bit more for, like, furniture, but mm-hmm. nothing, nothing more than that. Yeah. And that is that is the position of, of a lot of people. So yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But like we say, through all of that, we we are grateful and we thank God that you guys were able to in the end secure somewhere. And that in itself is a reason to celebrate. And there's so much joy to be derived from that because you both work extremely hard and you deserve this. Thank I'm happy you. For y'all. I'm happy for y'all. What um, about you? Have we talk about you yet, Tops? No, we haven't. No, she likes to hide in the back. No, <laughs> the lights pop where guys tell me about it and it's like yeah yeah, yeah we're coming i'm coming okay. I'm, I'm coming I'm, I'm in the light guys i'm in the light um what do what plans do i have do you know what this year i actually said to myself that i want to do things that scare the shit out of me and when i say that i mean i really want to challenge myself because i am i'm i'm a creature of habit I really, I like my things the way they are. I don't really sort of like move away from like the things I like. I just do things. Scorpio like, through and through. Yeah, I'm telling you, like I'm very particular about the way I do things. And I and if I like the way, honestly, like the other day I decided to go to another coffee shop, right? I go to the same place. Every time I go into the office, I go to the same place, get the same coffee because I know what it is. I like it. It's familiar. I know what I'm doing. For whatever reason, I decided to try somewhere else and it was shit. And then in my Scorpio mind, I'm like, well, this is why <laughs> I don't change. But no, this year I actually want to make a difference and actually want to do things that are out of the box for me. So one of the first things I want to do is I want to relearn how to swim. That to me, I want to that to me will bring me joy because it's really challenging myself and setting a goal for myself. Um, and I'm doing it for me because I want to feel comfortable in the water I don't currently feel comfortable in the water I'm actually quite scared of water um but I want to be able to feel free and I want to to enjoy being in the water so for me that's a challenge that I've set for myself and just the thought of like embarking on it and doing it is making me feel so happy and like so alive I I don't know if I'm making sense but it's really just making me feel like really alive that I'm actually doing something so different from what I would normally do so there's that there's another I also want to learn how to speak like Yoruba fluently I currently understand it I you know all my life has been spoken around me but we were never encouraged to, to speak it which is unfortunate but I mean at least I can understand it um but then that's the frustrating thing is that you then can't respond so I got another goal for me this year is to actually learn so I've looked into getting lessons and I found someone who's going to do that. I'm also going to get my daughter involved in it as well, because I feel like, yeah, if we don't make that effort, the the language basically dies with us. Um, So for me, the way I want to really tap into my joy this year is to do things that are just so out of the ordinary for me, because it just makes me feel alive, essentially. Love that. I love that, especially with um, learning Yoruba. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important that we just 
solidify that connection back with like our culture and where we come from because obviously as the generations go on we're going to we're going to be more and more british obviously but i think it's important that we do our best to retain like our culture from where we came from because Absolutely. if we don't a lot of it is just going to get lost yeah exactly like you know you just sort of come to that realization I think when I yeah when I started to have kids I think it came it kind of dawned on me then that like oh wow like if I don't make if I don't make that effort that's it do you know what I mean so for me it was quite important to do that because it is it is my culture I've grown up with it I love it not you know not all the parts of it but obviously but you know I want to be able to pass that on to my kids and for them to have that because this island with all its problems and stuff like that like this is where we live but at the same time I'm acutely aware that it's not home home um and we get reminded of that all the time so yes it's where I live and it is home I guess but we we have roots somewhere and it's important that my kids know that um and and speaking of roots another thing I was going to say about me being intentional about joy is that I'm I want to travel more I'm definitely traveling more we already have two um holidays in the works for this year and I just want to see more of the world I just really want to just get out there and just see more of the world and I think if you're fortunate enough to be in a position to do that then I I want to because this island is dreadful (laughs) <laughs> let's just be honest travel more. I, I, I will love that for you because we can't afford to travel like the way we want to travel after we buy this house so mm-hmm. i'm going to be living vicariously through oh, everyone else and do it we just like honestly like is the thing is it's like we are like similar to you like we are well you guys have finished the process but we are looking right and we have been for a while um and because you know when you're just so focused on a goal and so focused on you know saving you don't you just you just are so laser focused you don't enjoy your money or you just want to be focused on a goal and sometimes you forget to actually just take time to just enjoy yourself and it so so at the end of last year, we just decided to go to Canada. We were like, you know what? Like the interest rates are shit at the moment. The government are just completely just tanking the economy. Like, you know, let's like at the end of the day, like like you one of you lot said at the beginning of this pod, you could die tomorrow. Let's just go. Let's just book. Let's just go to Canada. And we did. And we had an amazing time. Like that to me, I felt like those are memories that we are going to have forever. And mm-hmm. we yeah. loved it. Like, honestly, we, we loved it. And I always, one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't travel a lot before I had kids. Like when we were like, you know, young and free, <laughs> we didn't really do that much travel. I mean, we did a little bit, but a part of me really does wish that I, we really just did more. Um, But it's not too late. Like, of course it's not. We feel like it's not too late. So we're making we're trying to make an effort this year to just go and see the world more and just have more experiences I think that's the key for me yes it's just yes. having more experiences um, with people that you love and things that you love to do uh-huh being more intentional it's... with that um oh and as I'm talking I'm just remembering more things I want to do another thing as well <laughs> is, honestly I'm, I feel like I'm talking to my diary another thing is I want to make open more diary though open diary <laughs> I want to make more of an effort in um, nurturing new friendships. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Because that's another thing. I think when you get to my age, guys, um, I don't know, like, maintaining friendships you've already had can be quite challenging, especially when you're like an adult, you've got a full time mm. job. Yeah. You, know, I mean, you have to be intentional. Though, yeah. And I'm not even thinking, I'm not even saying even if you've got kids, because even without kids, just working full time, you know, some TV shows we watched when we were growing up had us leaving in a lie. Like, you know, girlfriends, they were in their, each other's houses every day. <laughs> like, that's not, <laughs> that's not reality. After life for a whole day, you might want to just sleep. And um, got they would be, the they would be, be in to. Joan's house every evening, just chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not real life. Chatting shit and making us laugh. <laughs> In it, honestly, and like with, with with drama, man drama every day. I'm like, telling you, that's not just... real. That's not real life, yeah. And it's funny because as close as we are, we went a good solid. How many mo- without even seeing each other physically? I know, I know. But this is the thing, you know, when you, you actually have been in contact for so so much on like WhatsApp or phone calls and stuff, and you're like, hold on, when did I see you? Yeah, actually? yeah, yeah. Because we we actually literally. talk. We practically talk every day. Like literally, we talk every day. Right and. I don't think either of you saw me throughout my entire pregnancy. Oh uh, no! Did you know? I don't say that because I feel so bad. Yeah, you're <laughs> you know, right. No, I'm not saying it. No, I'm not saying it to like as a bad thing. I'm just saying like I'm just trying to like show that we just didn't. We just it just never happened, and it wasn't. Yeah. We, we tried. We tried, guys. We actually tried. We, yeah, it wasn't because we didn't want it to happen. It just life. Do you know what I mean? Like life yeah. sometimes. And you guys, you guys got, got kids. Like we and... both live on different part in different parts of London. Like I'm a bit closer to Tops, but mm-hmm. we're all like spread out, so yeah. it's hard to kind of like sync up. And all of our schedules together. And it's like, where are we gonna go? Are we gonna go to a public? Are we gonna go to someone's house? Right. We're gonna go right. poppers. Yeah. Right. Oh, do you know what? I'm actually going. I'm going this weekend. I'm going as well. I'm going next week. I'm going this weekend. <laughs> oh I am God. going this weekend. I want to go now. I think we're. I, I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go into London then. Oh yeah! Come on Sunday. <laughs> Literally, we're going. Li- I'm finally showing my friend because I've been banging on about it, and I'm finally taking her next week. Oh, love it! I cannot wait. So I am. I can't wait. I'm, I'm telling you. I can, just, I can already feel it. But um, but but again, centering joy, like doing things that bring me joy. So yeah, I wanna. I'm. Ta- I wanna definitely like nurture my existing friendships but also I want to make an effort in creating new friendships because yeah I think sometimes when you get to a particular age you might think that oh you're too old or whatever to make new friends but no actually I'm I'm actively you know open to new friends like I actually want to meet new people and yeah because I've had a lot of friends in my life that I've known for a very long time like I think my oldest friend we've known each other since we were like four um and then one of my closest friends, um, we've only gotten, we've gotten close, I would say, in the last sort of five years, five, six years. Um, and she's now godmother to my son. So, you know, for me, it's just important because I get so much joy out of my friendships and connecting with people. So why wouldn't I want more of that? Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I'm the same with you about meeting new people. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's more about networking. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Because one thing that living on this boat has taught me is that I didn't appreciate I haven't appreciated the last few years of living in London, especially after COVID. I think I got so caught up into just being at home and 
loving being at home, which I do love, but being on the boat and being in the countryside and being very limited on what you can do, where you can go to eat, where you can go to drink. And it's actually quite a small town as well. It's a lovely town, but it's just really small and there's not much you can do. And when it gets past 10 o'clock, it's just like everywhere is just dead. And then you have to come back home. Like I really miss being around other people. So for me, it's very much about um, like networking, even meeting people that who I know online and I've known online for years, but I haven't met. I'd quite like to meet some people I know I haven't met online as well and kind of like nurture those friendships. Yeah, I'm actually... I've I'm been actually doing, doing a bit of a lot of work lately, yeah. actually, and it's really been been a journey. You know when you think to yourself, why didn't we not meet up before? Like, right. shout out to the girlies. But there's been a few I, people I that... I love a good connection. <laughs> there's been a few people that, that I've done that with that we've been following each other for years on Twitter and all it takes is one person, one of you, to be like, should we just... Should we go for a coffee? Up, like, yeah. And do you know what? And the thing is, because of this stupid London mentality, what UK yeah. nobody wanted to seem like a beg. A beg. It's like it's so it just limits, like it's silly. Limits it's, silly. It's, it's it's so limiting. And yeah, like even even UTIF, like we met through doing this online. Do you know what I mean? And now, like, Tiffany is one of my... Yeah, that was hilarious. Sorry, can we run that story? Huh? <laughs> can we yeah, run, run that story? Yeah, run the story. <laughs> so, from my perspective, because I know, obviously, it's always different for tops. So, I, like, obviously, fast, fast, fast forward, rewind, like, years back to when Zay was, like, my son Zay was, like, a baby. And I just started coming out again. Like, I just, I spent 18 months just being mum, adjusting to this new life and everything anyway so i saw an audition for this show and i thought oh cool that seems like an interesting thing i want to be more vocal and get myself back out there again remember i told you that i took some years out of the creative industry and stuff so anyway i turn up and we had the audition was to have a discussion about whether men um love you if they cheat on you right so me and me and tops had different opinions and the, the whole way through <laughs> The whole way through. So I'll say something and then Tom's like, nah man, nah man, because like your husband, yeah. Like da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm laughing because I can hear topic. Oh. <laughs> I can hear topic in my head. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I hear that, but I feel like that some men are just in between, they do love you. Like, no, 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 no. It's like that's it, that's it. Like, you know, you know, it was great. It was a honest back and forth argument. But and you know what I love about that. Still... Yeah, go on. Do you know what I love about that? The fact that you had opposing opinions all through that conversation and look at you two now. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you listening people, it's very, very possible to not have the same opinion, right? And Exactly, and respect each other, right? Exactly, it's very possible. But no, no, so yeah, that that happened. But I was saying that, like, in terms of connecting with people that you get along with, like, you don't know the fruits of that labour, like, just to meet up or just to even have a conversation outside of social media can be for you. Um, And, yeah, I encourage it, man. Like, even in the space of the last five months, there's two girls that um, I had been following 
years. I want to say before I even had some, well, one of them, before I even had um, Zaire even. And it's only recently we decided to actually meet up and they are great girls and we have so much in common. So imagine that. Like, I, I love when that happens, honestly. Yeah, and could you imagine if you've allowed something silly like, oh, I don't want to seem like a bug, like, get in the way of what could potentially be, like, a really, like, fruitful and fulfilling, like, relationship. And, and that's why I've just kind of let go of that because, as I say, like, there are a number of, like, a few girls that I have met off of social media, off of Twitter, where we, you know, when you just sort of tweet something and then somebody DMs and then you have a conversation or on Instagram. And yeah, I definitely encourage it because, you know, connecting with people and building community is so important. And because we now live in such a digital age, we that's how we're meeting people more and more these days because yeah back in the day yeah you meet people I guess maybe you bump into them in the coffee shop or whatever and yeah that still does happen but generally like we spend a lot of our lives on social media whether you like to admit it or not we do and there's nothing wrong with it I think if you're connecting with someone online send a dm if you think they're going to be receptive to it send a dm you never know what's the worst that can happen They'll be like, oh, this person's a weirdo, and then block you. Okay, you know, I think so. <laughs> I think you should just reach out. I've done it multiple times, and even one of the girls that we've been following each other for years, I'm going, I'm meeting her for the first time in a few weeks because she's invited me to her birthday party. Oh wow! Yeah, we've been following that. each other for years, years, and then we took the conversation off of off um the timeline. We exchanged numbers, and you know when you just sort of text here, there, and everywhere. And yeah, so I definitely definitely recommend it guys make new friends make new friends if you want to it's very fulfilling all right yeah yeah i just i've let go of that because now i i i make sure that i also um shout people out online and i support mm. people with everything like if i really enjoy content or something yeah. that's really touched me I make sure that that person knows because I think it's so important and I, I don't feel any shame in it at all to, and I don't need anything back. I don't need anything in return exactly. because exactly. the work or the content you have shared or you've produced did something for me. And I want you to know that. Yeah. And that, that. that leads very nicely into just to wrap this all up is why, why is it important to center joy in our lives? I think it's, it's just balance really. Like life is a mix of good stuff and bad stuff. And for the last i would say the last five or six years this country is just showing us how much it just does not like us and now more than ever it's just important to center joy and to be around people who support you and love you and to center peace in your life as well because without joy without love without peace it's going to be very hard to survive on this planet I mean, yeah, I think just to elaborate on that, like I live my life by this ethos that it's your divine right to be in a state of peace. And peace doesn't mean that everything is joyous because I think joyous is um, a state of being that you get from different experiences and people, right? But it's being in balance of everything and just appreciating the beauty in the good, bad and ugly in this life. Um, and I think having that just keeps you from going mad because, yeah, we're in Babylon, but we don't have to be of Babylon. You feel me? So, yeah, being joyous for me is about, be, you know, encouraging a state of balance and appreciation, really. 
Mm, I'll say one thing as well. What I've learned to bring peace into my life is not everyday argument. It doesn't. You don't have to respond. If something that you don't agree with is online now, I just scroll past. One of the best things that I love to do on Twitter and Instagram is just to scroll past. If I don't like it, I can just scroll past it. If someone is being loud and doesn't, and I don't agree with it, I just scroll past. If I'm having a conversation with someone and then it gets a bit heated and we don't agree with each other, I can just be like, do you know what? I can just let it go because I haven't got time for the negative energy and having to always be on and always having to always having to argue my point and always not having to win, but having to let other people realise that what I'm saying is important. It's just that not everyday argument. Sometimes just let the other person have it and just move on and just centre the peace. Because a lot of the times, the conversations that we're having with people, a lot of people don't want to listen or understand your point of view or they don't want to understand the truth and if they don't want to meet you halfway then what's the point in continuing to have the argument or to continue to be in that negative space just let it go and move on but that is really hard it's really challenging and it's only since I would say the last year or two that I've been like focusing on that just letting just letting things go and letting other people deal with what they deal with. Because at the end of the day, like no one's begged me. I hear you. I think that's so important that you, in terms, because it's not everything you have to, to respond to. So you spot on. I don't like you said that perfectly, absolutely perfectly. And I think there's that that's a very mature way to approach it because otherwise, are you going to be fighting every day? It's not everyday fighting, I'm sorry. With strangers at that. Yeah, and like Tiff said, like, we inherently should have peace and joy. Like, it's our birthright. And I think we get in the way of our own happiness and we get in the way of our own... Ding, 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 ding. By wanting to be right, by wanting to win the argument. Even if you are right, maybe it's not the space and time for the truth. Maybe that other person needs to learn the hard way and... Mm -hmm. You just need to let them learn that way. And by letting them learn the hard way, you also have your peace. I honestly believe that we get in our own way of our own joy by wanting to win an argument or just getting involved when we don't need to. On things that don't even matter. And even to add to to that, guys, like with them being so much going on globally and locally, sometimes we get caught up in a lot that we can't control and we can't change imminently, right? And I think that can put a lot of stress on, on you because even me personally, I'm not going to lie, with all the topics, topics that we've been covering and stuff that's been going on, you, I have been feeling a bit anxious, I'll be honest. Just because I care, I care about you know our people and our communities and it just hurts when you hear about these things. Mm-hmm. But also, if you know, it's important to kind of pull out and give yourself at your mind space rest because again, trauma porn is there the media intentionally put certain things out to make you feel belittled and bring down your your joy and stuff like that and we know where we live at and we know what our goals are and as long as we keep putting energy and our and any f- funds and finances that we do have into the right initiatives will be good so agreed yeah agreed um uh, and lastly for me i think it's important i mean both of you have said such amazing things so 
I think the only thing I'll add is that I think it's important to center joy where you can um, for your health. Essentially, I think that when we think about our health, we sometimes we can only focus on the things that we put into our body, like what we eat. Um, But I think it's important that joy can you need to center joy for your health, because actually when you're in a good mood and when you're happy and when you're doing things that make you feel good, I think that has a very positive impact on your mental health. Um, And if you're spending a lot of time um, consuming things that aren't very nice, um, it can definitely have a negative impact on your mental health. And it's something that I've personally had to really be very aware of because I am maybe sometimes even to a fault I'm so plugged in with what's going on in the world particularly because of the nature of this platform and we like to come on here and talk about things and actually know what we're talking about so sometimes we have to have a very intimate um, understanding of some of these things so we're able to speak about it in a way that makes sense and that we understand and yeah you expose yourself to things that can be quite traumatic and to some things that can be very distressing um, and for myself, I've had to really be quite intentional about plugging out of those things. And as I say, this year, I'm trying harder to do things that bring me joy and try new things and move away from things that are just wrapped up in the misery of the world because I don't want it to affect my health. And because I was doing a lot, I felt that it was making me a lot more anxious because I do have anxiety from time to time. And, I, and at certain times in the year, it can be a bit worse than other times of the year so I've had to make a conscious effort to plug away sometimes and and that's why it's also important that when you're following people on social media who are quite socially aware and who commentate a lot and do social commentary I know sort of Kalechi's mentioned this a lot as well is um, that sometimes people think they're being helpful by sending us stories or sending very distressing stuff and I do get that from time to time that people will be like oh have you seen this have you seen that and I do get it that it comes from a really nice place I do get it like you want to hear what I have to say and whatnot but it can be a lot particularly if that's the day I've decided that I don't want to see the fuckery of the world do you know what I mean so I think that's another thing just another sort of little tidbit there as well is that like if you want to like support as well, that is the way you too can help us center joy is, you know, if you've seen something distressing or whatever, or something traumatic, the likelihood is I've seen it or I will see it. Yeah. So I don't need, and I, I say that as well for other, you know, people out there, people like the Kalechis of the world, the Olonis of the world who have large platforms, um, help them by not doing that because, if they're trying to find ways to center joy and sometimes you just putting it in their face of stuff that has been traumatic or whatever, it's not helpful. So I say all of that to say that find joy where you can because it's good for your mental health. Love that. Lovely jubbly, guys. It's good for your mental. So this week, obviously, guys, the spotlight is going to be something that centers joy or, you know, relates to joy. So I'm going to hand over to Demetrius, who is going to introduce this week's spotlight. So this week's spotlight is going to be a book called, funny enough, Black Joy. (laughs) And this book is basically about how happiness can be found in like a multitude of places in 
literature, music, friendship, travel, dance, nature, food, etc., etc. It's a collection of 28 essay collections, and it's edited by an award-winning journalist, Charlie Birkenhurst-Cuff, and Temi Sotaya as well. And it's just a collection of really uplifting, powerful essays written by the voices of people in Black Britain. And it's got loads and loads of people that we love. People like um, Isaac James, who talks about carnival. Uh, Shante Joseph, who talks about how a girl gang helped her uh, live her unfiltered self. Munya Chihuahua as well, who talks about the importance of having a work BFF. Uh, Richie Brave, who talks about how rethinking his masculinity helped him honour his inner child. Also got Diane Abbott as well, who talks about the intimacy of meeting her Jamaican family. And it's just just a beautiful uh, collection of short stories that centre the personal experiences of joy. And it's also a great book if you're, like me, reading a lot of stuff about politics and like race-based content as well. I think it's really important that even though we are reading a lot about things that are kind of like in our like social economic environment it's important to have these books as well that actually center joy and provide balance because our history isn't about like trauma and struggle there are a multitude of other stories out there that center joy and happiness and this is one of them it's called black joy and it's out where you can buy any of your books Thank you so much for doing that, Dems. Um, and as always, all the information about where you can purchase the book and all that good stuff will be down in the description box. But yes, I have really enjoyed this episode. Um, it was necessary because we this is episode 11 and we have done 10 weeks of very serious, hard-hitting and very necessary discussions about what's going on in the world but you know we wouldn't be living our raps if we did not prioritize things that give us joy and speaking about joy speaking about our plans and encouraging you to do the same is very important to us because it's not all about trauma like it, it isn't there's so much about us as a community to celebrate and sometimes that can get lost in the bleakness of what is the UK but there is so much to celebrate and finding joy can be as small as buying yourself a donut on the way to work buying a book watching a tv show learning how to swim booking that acting class you know it could it, anything taking that social media break right taking that social media break do you know what I mean like taking that walk in the evening to get some time on your own like going on a solo day exploring your interests by yourself just to have space yep journaling it 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 could be anything but like tiffany said in the very beginning it's about tapping into what's in your heart like what makes you feel good about yourself whether that's taking a cooking class or anything so if you take anything from today's episode i would say take the time to think about what about you and your interests makes you smile? And if you're thinking about that right now and you're smiling, hold on to that and explore it because it's such a beautiful thing 
when we tap into those things that make us happy because we're all very busy with life of course like you're busy with work with kids with careers with so many different things that I completely understand that sometimes you know we just don't have the time to do that but five minutes take five minutes just to think about it and if you want to share let us know use the hashtag black canvas pod let us know what are those things in your life what are your interests that you're going to be more intentional about so that you can prioritize joy so that you can take the time to you know drown out all the noise because as black people in this country through all the hardship and stuff like that we are such a resilient bunch of people we're so creative like if you really think about the cultural shifts in this country and the world at large black people are generally at the center of that so we've got a lot we've got a lot to be proud of oh hundreds we've got a lot to be proud of so guys thank you so much for listening we love you we love that you have been rocking with us for 11 weeks we really appreciate it we've been enjoying doing this this brings us joy because this is a passion of ours and we put so much love and so much work into it so to know that you are along with us on this journey means so much to us so let us know how you're feeling about the episode today follow us on all of our socials and leave a review remember to say that this week if you're enjoying (laughs) these podcasts rate us and also leave a review we'd love to see your comments also tops tinsy wincy eeny weeny point um just to encourage more engagement like if you guys have any ideas of topics you want us to explore or you have an opinion on any of previous episodes that you want elaborating on just send an email or put a comment under the pictures so that we can see like what you guys are into as well with reason of course but you know engage with the content guys that's just that's it what if that's just just engage with the content and you know we will always we will always respond we love talking to you guys alrighty then my lovelies so as I say every week wherever you can find that joy tap into it we love you so much and you will hear us in another episode next week take care we love you guys bye bye, bye.